for the tenth episode of the SIJHL Laker Weekly uh, podcast with uh, Wayne Strahan of the Four French Lakers. How are you today, Wayne? I'm good. How are you, uh, Jay? Good. Uh, the first thing is you probably knew I was going to ask this. The comment you made after last night's seven-one loss is you got your asses handed to you. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, just a game where um, the other team, I guess, was more hungry, uh, played played with a lot more urgency, and and just were resilient in in what they did. And um, you know, basically, they're just working hard and and pressuring us and and taking uh, space away from us, and and we're not responding well to it. And um, we got to find that. Obviously, the the intensity level that they're at, and um, you know, I said it in my uh, I think after the first game that they have a mission, and 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 they want to beat us, obviously, and and uh, rightfully so, you know, we've uh, been tough on them the last few years, and and uh, if I was in their position, I, I would have the same. Uh, View or the same goal, and and they're uh, they've set out uh, for sure in the, the first two games to accomplish that, and and we're gonna have to find a way here uh, in about the next uh, thirty six hours to um, get back into the series, and and I think it, number one has to be uh, just looking at our our performance and and what we need to do to to be more intense and and more. Uh, Focused at the at the start of the game, and and this isn't putting blame on the goalies because again it takes a team to win or takes a team to lose. But um, Dryden has like you have two thirds of the, the shots that Dryden does, and you have five goals. They have thirteen goals going into game three. Is it just not getting chances, or is there something else going on? No, um, we're getting our chances. Uh, we've had. Uh, you know, opportunities on uh, odd man rushes, uh, good scoring opportunities, and and many of them aren't hitting the net. Um, we probably have as many or close to as many missed shots in both games as we do shots. And um, our power play is, has been uh, inadequate, and it's not that we're not getting opportunities there either. It's just... Um, to watch our team and and th- even throughout the year and, and it's led up to this point and it's something we've addressed many 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 times is uh, we we think we need to score pretty goals um, where we need think we need to to make pretty plays to score a goal and um, the reality is uh, if you don't put the puck to the net it, you have no chance of scoring and you know, to, to hit the net or to only get uh, 20 shots in both of the games uh, doesn't give you a very good percentage of scoring a lot of goals. So um, <laughs> I don't. It hasn't sunk in until this point. Um, hopefully uh, something, uh, I guess, triggers uh, triggers their minds and, and we realize that we need to put pucks on net and make their goalie make saves. Um you know he he's done a good job uh, thus far in the first two games, but we haven't really tested him at all either. And, and talking about game one, it was six six four loss, and you guys were in that game. And there's only five penalties. And uh, watching last night, there there was 
10 penalties apiece. So it wasn't just you guys that were targeted. Both teams had, like, say, quite a few penalties in last night's. And uh, well, watching the game, like, uh, Dylan Cooner got a little bit more physical than he usually plays. Now, is that because he's frustrated, or is it because nobody else is stepping up? Um, could be, could be both, I guess. Uh, there's probably a little frustration in um, some of our leaders' uh, minds, I guess. Uh, they're they're not used to being in this situation, but um, Dragon's leaning on them pretty hard, and and rightfully so. Uh, you know, with with uh, Vertanen and Cooner, they brought the better part of our our scoring throughout the year and and um, now with Matt Tustin on their line um, that's our top three scorers so they they need to realize that they're going to garner that attention um, especially at this time of the year and could be a little frustration and, and it could be uh, a little leadership on his part to, to show that we need to play with more intensity and, and not back down from these guys and be intimidated uh and um, you know, let's be honest. That's that's part of their game plan is intimidation of of their opponents, and um, they've done a good job in that that factor. Um, you know, through the better part of the two games, I thought we we competed a little harder in that, those regards last night, but um, um, just not enough to the the point where we need to be right now. So he's probably. Frustrated, but also trying to be a leader and, and uh, show the guys that um, we can't back down and we got to keep pushing forward um, against a good team like Dredden uh, is. And, and that's the thing is showing like you say, his leadership where he's willing to do whatever it takes to uh, really to, to get the win to succeed, right? Well, that's that's really what it's about at this time of the season. You gotta um, put forth put forth the effort and win at all costs and um, you know that's something that uh, um, we need to start believing in and um, it just we didn't have the right mindset in my opinion uh, in either of the first two games and, and we were kind of beat mentally uh, um, even before the game started and um, why I, I don't have that answer uh, you know I, f I feel we were prepared in in knowing everything about Dryden and their game plan and, and whatnot through our our game plan uh, assessment and, and video and um, you know they've had our number for the better part of the year and, and been a solid team uh, throughout the year but nothing nothing matters now and um it's got to be uh, pay the price, play with some heart, pay with some passion, and and give yourself an opportunity to have success. And we haven't done that so far. Going into game three, like say being down two games at this point, I'm not saying you can't coach, but at this point, it's up to them if they if they want it, right? Yeah, it's uh, something we kind of talked about at the end of the um, game last night. Is you know they they make seven game series for for that reason and. And being down two two nothing uh, at this point means nothing. Um, you know, we can if we win game three, we're we're that much closer in the series, and and then game four is also in our own ring. So um, our focus is on tomorrow night. Um, we'll have a 
I'll get skate uh, here in about a half an hour and, and work on a few things, uh, uh, mainly our special teams um, in that skate. And, and then mentally, uh, we we have to get to the point where um, we have that attitude of win at all costs. And um, um, in the per professional sports or, or whatever sport you're playing, uh, the mental side of things is 80% or even higher on um, whether you're going to have a success or achieve uh, greatness. And um, our guys got to get to that point where we can believe that um, we can win a hockey game here and, and from there on uh, see what can happen if we if we compete and put our minds to it. Like I say, you've been around long enough when the coaching at this level, and with what you've seen this year, and I guess I asking you bluntly, do the guys, do you think the guys have it in them that they want it bad enough to come back from this 2-0 deficit? Um, I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I surely haven't given up, and um, I know our coaching staff hasn't. We're we're committed to doing what we need to do, and um, been a lot of um, short sleep nights and, and trying to prepare for both series and um, you know I'm going into game four uh, of the last series and um, I thought that we kind of found that edge and, and found that mentality which we need to to play with a, a little bit of desperation and, and understand what it takes to win in the playoffs but that didn't carry over um, into game one and two and um I guess as a, a coach or a staff, we can talk and talk and talk and talk, but uh, the reality of the game is uh, the 20 guys that go out on the ice um, have to be prepared and, and focused on um, the task at hand. And, um, you know, that's, again, what we've kind of talked about in the, and the uh, um, opportunity we have here as a team, uh, not many teams get these opportunities to to get this far in a season. And I think um, last night it was even announced that uh, through the 10 leagues in the CGHL, we're down to the final 40. And, and yeah, that in itself. So. Yeah, and that in itself is uh, um, a privilege, but obviously to, to get to the next round and and be a part of the final 20 or be a part of the final, uh, um, if it's 12 or 12 or 14 teams that get to go to the the tournaments to see who goes to the RBC uh, is even a bigger privilege. And that's that's what I think needs to be realized in our room. And, um, you know, they're, they're good hockey players. They're, they're a good team. Um, they just have to go out and, and believe in that and, and uh, you know, battle hard and go to war with trying uh, in the next game. And coming into the, 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 the ice for Kids Arena, it, it might spark something with, with the hometown crowd being that, that sixth man there, right? Well, hoping. Uh, you know, um, Fort Francis is kind of a a funny town for fan support in, in those ways and, and not trying to be negative or anything, but... Um, you know, even uh, um, with our team, we, we average somewhere between, uh, you know, the high 300s and to maybe 450 a, a game. And um, playoff time seems to be better. Um, you know, we haven't 
had a bigger crowd than that uh, through the the first round, and in which was a, some good hockey to watch, and um, even with the high school team uh, during the year, I'd venture to say they they get about 200, 250 a game, and um, you know many of those are probably family members, and but yet when we we host officer or we host uh, the Dudley Hewitt Cup, um, you know, there's there seems to be um, 700,000 uh, fans to to watch teams that nobody knows, and and when the hometown team plays, there's there's a thousand or more, and um, you know, it'd be nice to see those extra 700 people out tomorrow night to to cheer on the team and. And obviously, watch a, a strong caliber of hockey and um, two good teams uh, battle it out. So um, we always hope for that fan support and um, our loyal ones that are here. Uh, we definitely appreciate their what they do for us, and, and hopefully they're loud and, and uh, strong for us tomorrow night. And that's the thing. I know, like it was a Dudley two years ago. I was up there in Fort Francis, but I don't know if it's a love-hate relationship. But what I saw when you guys played Dryden, I don't know if it's because it was the Dudley. Or just I say when it comes to love hate, just something between you guys. You have a you have some type of rivalry out there, don't you? Oh, for sure. It's been a a rivalry uh, from before my time even uh, playing hockey against them, and, and obviously uh, there's a lot of pride in this area, and a lot of pride between the, both communities on um, the passion of their hockey, and and uh, um, obviously. <laughs> Um, it's there's not a lot of love when we're on the ice against one another. Um, obviously, the hockey community is a little different uh, away from the rink, and, and everyone seems to <laughs> get along and pull for one another uh, when up and down up and downs happen. And but on the ice, uh, Fort Francis Dryden is is a huge rivalry, and, and we see each other a lot, uh, especially. Um, at this level and and uh, for a lot of years, so um, you know I think we've we've obviously beat them in the finals the last two years, but ended their season I believe the last four. So um, <laughs> you know their their mission or their goal is is obviously to do that to us. And and like I said earlier in the the interview here, they're doing a good job at that right now. Going from watching you, like say, watch many games this year, talking and everything else, it's not like you, like say, I saw Coach Ter Walston and yourself, being old school guys. There's, there's no, uh, there's no heated. Like when it comes to coaching, you two are old school. You've been around long enough that you both are quite intense when it comes to the games, eh? For sure. Um, you know, we both have our intensity, and we both uh, are obviously um, have our different systems or different point of view of the game but um on the ice we know it's a battle and and uh sure me and Kurt have butted heads <laughs> um between benches once in a while but um I think there's respect between both of us for one another and and you know um uh, away from you know the game or or if it's at a meeting or something like that um you know Kurt's a a great guy to talk to and and obviously we get along and and uh can BS with one another, but um, you know it's when you put that uh, shirt and tie on. helmet on or that shirt on, so to speak. And even as a coach, you you're pulling for your own team, and you're you're going to do whatever it takes to to find that 
find your team success. So, um, you know, we know it's a rivalry. We know it's a battle. And, and um, again, um, they're doing a good job at what they're doing, and we got to raise our level of play. Three and four, and we'll talk next week. Okay, sounds good, Jay. Thank you. Thank you.